you know, a lot of our growth and a lot of our progress on our journey happens when we are ready, when we are willing, and when we want that growth. Yeah. And so you were saying like when you were in school, like you had other things on your mind, you were busy, you were getting your degree, you were going to happy hour, you know, you yeah. had a lot going on. And so that it just wasn't on your mind at the moment. Yeah, That's that okay. wasn't for me. Um, I prior to, you know, I guess finishing in the pandemic, I mm -hmm. never really felt like I was whole or like healed. I mean, I feel some type of form of healing right now because I do I do therapy you know I've gone to this point where I could communicate better with um, my family and, and people who I prior to, to now I, I wasn't able to communicate and tell my true feelings to um, and that was because of the lack of communication you know um, love nurturing and and all the things that obviously you know my childhood gave me um which you know at the, at the time or like if you look back you're like oh like oh trauma and all these bad things but really they make you who you are like they make me who I am now and thanks to those things I was able to like you know be here now talking about it and um and healing and um you're having this conversation right now and you know, it helps you, it helps me, like, we talk about it, and I was, like, okay, because I'm, like, surpassed that, I surpassed that fear, that trauma, and that thing, and I'm still, like, improving it, but prior to that, it was, like, a dark box, right, so, like, you're making it happen, you're traveling, you're going to work full-time, going to school full-time, you're going happy hour, everything looks amazing, right, but is it really yeah. amazing inside, like, is it really, like, like it looks amazing outside. Like for people who look at you, like, oh, you're living the life. I want to be like you. To you. <laughs> do you really want to be like me? Like, what do you last? Like, yeah, like it's it's hard. I, I hear that a hundred percent. And it can be even more confusing when, you know, we do so much to put on that like mask or that veneer of, oh yeah, like I have my things together. Like yeah, I, I am a queen. I am a boss. I am doing my things, getting my life in order. But then like you still feel like mm -hmm. something's off. And then on top of that, you get all of that like external validation where people are like, yes, you definitely have it together. And so this starts to conflict and you're like, but, but that's not how I feel. Right. Is this all like, am I just pretending? Is this <laughs> imposter syndrome? Maybe that's come up in therapy a little bit. No, but. yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you know, and um, through like attending different courses and, you know, I've been expo exposing myself to certain coaches and like events and webinars and summits and um, like the imposter syndrome is real. You know, fear never leaves you. Like if you want to do a project, you know, you could have 20 years of experience, one year of experience, you're still going to be fearful. The point is like being courageous and like making it happen. And I feel like I'm so blessed because even though I was, I would say, you know, I don't want to use this word broken, but I was like, I had trauma. I still made it happen. Like, you know, I still went to school, still applied to that job, still like on paper, like it was perfect, you know, like, and 
I'm grateful that I still had that drive and that motivation to, and that I feel like my trauma and all my things, like that's what made me focus. Like, okay, everything is going to, to the floor to, you know, shatter in my personal or family life or, but I'm going to make this happen. Like I'm going to apply to grad school. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to do that interview, you know, like, and that's kind of what kept me grounded and motivated is to like be able to improve and achieve goals in that part of my life. Um, and that's why, like, I was like seeking it so much, but then after towards like my finishing my master's degree, I was like, okay, like, it's all good to have degrees, but like, you got to relax. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's kind of when I was like, okay. And especially like everything that was happening, the pandemic, like I lost my grandma, like in June too, I changed jobs. Uh, now working for the city um, of New York for COVID. And so a lot of things happened in that month. My birthday's in June too. So like a bunch of things happening in June. And I think that was like a pivotal moment in my life where I'm like, okay, you know, like school is not everything. And for me, it was for a while. Like that's what kept me not depressed. That's what kept me like motivated, busy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And now it's... I don't have school because I'm not in school. So mm. my brand is what's keeping me busy. But through my brands, I'm like healing and being more aware and learning and helping others and connecting. So it's like a good, you know, it's a good hobby. Like for me, it's a hobby, like, you know, my, my brand, because it's not like a work for me. It's like something that I'm creating. Like as I create my brand, I am growing and healing as well. So this is a great experience. Like it's time consuming, of course, you know, I'm working full time and I'm also, you know, creating this brand and life, right? As we spoke, it's like busy all the time and things being thrown at you. But um, that's something that I'm like looking up to is like being able to expand my brand. Of course, you know, there's other things going on with like family relationships. And those are the things that are kind of cluttering my mind. And of course, I am not superwoman, so like sometimes I come to like hard stops in my business where I'm like, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, but like I do it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm here doing another thing. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. So I have to like kind of jump that you know bridge again, and it's constant. Like I don't know if you experienced that in your business, but um, it's like mm -hmm. constant. Like, like I was just in a course yesterday. Is um for a confidence queen. She's awesome. I don't know you could follow her on um, IG. And uh, okay. she lives in Australia. She's Puerto Rican. And she was talking about confidence. And I'm like, yo, like this woman, like is amazing. Like she was talking about confidence. It's like a constant work. It's not like you gain confidence and like you're good for life. Like confidence is like evaluated and like worked on constantly. Like every day, you know, every minute, <laughs> every oh, second. That's, that's real wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like being able to be exposed to these things, like, I'm so blessed like I did a prayer before our call um and I was like so thankful because sometimes it's like you know being so busy and like on the I don't know hamster wheel if you will you're not well, like good way of putting it you're mm -hmm. not looking around and um like you know appreciating what you have and like oh my god like you know like we're in this house now like I just moved 
and I'm like oh my god like I look around I'm like so I'm so blessed but like sometimes you're like oh my god I have to like clean so laundry I have to cook I have to work I have to do this I have to do that I have to go do fun errands and you're like you don't sit down and be like wow like I am so blessed oh my heart I'm like shook and that's so like valuable Mm. to like appreciate what you have because you know that attracts more things obviously but it also gives you happiness right yep and um tells you that everything's okay and everything will be okay (laughs) you know like it's been okay even though you like go through you know I was actually some people like I don't know if you heard like failure 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 right people talk about failure a lot and I never saw like up to right now that I'm explaining this to you I never used that word in my vocabulary Okay. You know why? Because I feel like it's not a failure. It's a lesson or an experience, right? It's a lesson or an experience and it's not a failure because, okay, for example, I tried this business, but it work. It was an experience, you know, met a couple of people, did a couple of sales, wasn't successful, but next, you know, onto the new, the new one, you know? And that's, I feel like that's been my mojo, if you will, like, Failure is not a thing. Like some people like, oh, like I failed at this. Like I've heard that a lot because I'm listening to these women talk about their lives. Like it's it's not a failure. It's a lesson. Like you learned, you learned from it, you grew, you probably like learned some skills. Like, and I've tried to like be aware of those things. Cause like prior to like this week or this month, I wasn't aware of that system, right? or that mentality so it's it's like creating right shifting the mindset so that's Mm -hmm. huge for me um but like creating clarity like I feel like since my life has always been so cluttered with like things that I have to do and family and people and keeping myself busy you know so now it's like okay I'm becoming the best version of myself. Now I have to focus on what I really want. And so this is why we're here talking today because I need to make that clear for myself of like, where am I investing my energy? Where am I investing my time? Where am I investing my love? You know, my money, whatever it is. Like, I need clarity on that. Love it, love it. Okay, so... All right. So like in terms of responding to what you said before, I just want to say like, I love all of this strength that I see coming from you. Like, oh my goodness. You just told me about, I have four giant bullet points with stars next to them about June, 2020, like what a wild ride. And then from that, you told me about just like, your amazing journey so far of learning how to interact with your own experience of fear and moving through it and like the classic the that image of like every time you fall you get back up and you keep going um and i i love the insight like that that clarity that you already have of hey man like it's not like these things are just in the world they can't tear us down permanently you yeah one thing doesn't work out but then hey it's okay you're still you you're still strong 
get back up, dust yourself off, keep on going to the next thing, man. Yes, yes. I I love it. Yeah, I'm so happy that you were able to catch those things because I feel like sometimes, you know, we, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I go through days where I'm like, I don't want to do anything. You know, like I don't feel good. We all have those days. It's natural. We're human, right? We all have those days. But the action that you have to take after, like, you know, to change that is like, get up and be like, no, like I got this. Like, I'm not going to let this problem that I'm thinking or like self-image or whatever you're really dwelling on to like stop yeah. you from like going to the next task or having a great day like you could wake up with a little uh, blue day let's say but you could change that around very quickly with a motivational mm-hmm. video with like a meditation or whatever you know a cup of tea whatever like kind of rolls your boat you know like try to shift that because that really is going to help you like evolve and change your day like that might be the best day of your life and you you started your day that it was a blue day but really like it was a productive day because you made it happen and you change your your mindset and your shift your emotions don't control you if you wake up with one emotion that doesn't stop you from still being you know your truest your best self and like giving or putting yourself out there in a way that reflects who you really are not clouded by your emotions I love that And and so, okay, so in terms of like what you said about like where you're investing your resources and like your big picture goals for coaching, um, I, so I guess like if you could imagine, and it's okay, like we're not married to this idea right now, but if you could imagine like a successful result Let's say we work together. Does and also no rush with this working together thing. You know, if we work together for two months, awesome. If we work together for two years, awesome. If we work together for two decades, beautiful. You know, just like <laughs> the growing and the healing in community. I feel like it never really stops. Um, and so let's say you get to a point where you're like, wow, like, yeah, this is what I wanted. This is this is what I was imagining. What do you think that would look like? I would say that looked like um, me having clarity mm-hmm. on what's important to me and what I want to, like, I feel like it would be the feeling of like, okay, like I'm at peace with myself. Like I don't constantly need these stimulations or seeking these gratifications, right, of, like, I'm making it happen, like, just feeling like I'm doing what I was here, you know, what I was made to do, like, I'm living my purpose, I'm not, like, I'm, like, connected to my family, I do what I love, you know, like, I use my time wisely, you know, I'm using time or spending time with my fiance, like, that would be the moment where I'm like, okay, like I'm uncluttered, I'm clear on what I want and I'm living the life, you know, like, you know, I feel like it's never like a destination is the journey. Like obviously, you know, it always, always will need improvement. But like, I feel like once I kind of feel those feelings of the ones that I just described, like that'll be like a setting point when I'm like, okay, it's happening. 
you know, like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I really, I, I love how you specified like, okay, I just want clarity basically on what I want. Like what, what is it like that is that purpose? And like you said, like you're living in alignment with your purpose in, in this like successful version of life. And like you are able to act in a way that always reflects what you really want. So that when you look back on it, like a year in the future, five years in the future, you know, you hopefully don't regret things as much because you can say, yes, I acted in a way that reflected me, what I wanted. And I did the best that I could with what I had in that moment. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, um, you know, up to right now, I don't really have a lot of regrets. I feel like everything happens for a reason. Um, Love it. Love it. And I've recently, I lost somebody who was very um, significant in my childhood. Like she was part of my babysitter, my babysitter, I would say crew. You <laughs> had two babysitters. Aww. And, um, and they were there when I grew up and I have memories of them like hugging me and showing me affection. And those are things that I value because I didn't have much of that. So those people who were there and gave me that little dose of love and affection, it's like, wow, like I wish I, like those are things that I look back, I'm like, I wish I it would have been different, you know? I wish I would have spent more time with that person in my adulthood. But here we are doing a hundred things in one and, you know, we kind of grew apart and she lives in, you know, another part and, and then she goes to DR and then, you know, it's harder even so to be connected. So it's like, but I feel, I still feel like I could have done more to like be with that person or like show my love and appreciation. And it's, it's hard to like, you know, look back and be like, that's it. Like, I'm not going to be able to see that person anymore. So those are things that I regret. Right. But in terms of like, of like people who I'm not going to be able to see anymore. Right. And, and scrape and, and things that we, we unfortunately have to go through. Um, but in terms of like regrets of like, oh, that relationship or, you know, that job, you know, like, oh, you know, I feel like, like I said, like everything's happened for a reason. You learned something, you met somebody, you, you know, everything that you have been through has taught you something or giving you a tool that you needed to like go to the next level. Yes, everything that happens is a potential lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel pretty impressed. Like I'm what I'm noticing is that like as you're talking about these emotions, it feels almost like you're treating the emotions like a learning opportunity, like as you feel them. And even in the way you're thinking about like this, this uh, babysitter, um, you know, you're saying like, oh, I, I felt kind of this regret, which then led me to realize, or it, it taught me that, yeah, I prioritize connection and love and that sharing of affection in my life. That's really important to me. And the idea of, you know, not being able to create that connection that's something that bothers me. And so um, I, I really respect that you were able to take that situation. And instead of like drowning in the grief, like you said, you pulled a lesson out of that. And now that tells you like, oh, 
So going forward, you know, just it's a higher priority on your list. And even as life gets crazy and we're traveling to different countries and doing work things and whatnot, like this is something that we just have to make room for because it's important for you. I respect that a lot, learning about yourself. Thank you. Yeah, it has been um, a journey really in terms of connection and valuing love. Because like I said, I didn't really have much of it growing up. And so since you don't have it, you don't really miss it or seek it or know how to appreciate it or even give it, you know? So it's like, what is this, you know? And and now that I'm like trying to like, I've been healed to a certain point, still a process, not totally healed. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate like, oh, wow, like that person really like was so loving and I still like, feel it you know it was genuine and and I miss it and you know and I'm not gonna have it anymore but that has really you know been an awakening moment where I'm like okay like I have to show my affection and love to those who matter to me and um you know receive it as well that's something that is huge for me receiving because I have to learn how to receive receive the blessings receive opportunities receive compliments receive love like for me receive is like the word of the year now like I have to learn how to receive mm-hmm. and I'm working on it it's um and it was a word that was given to me in a retreat that I went like everybody got a word and receive was mine and I was like wow like this is huge the universe was speaking to you then yeah it was huge because, you know, based on my childhood and my life experiences, I never learned how to receive because, you know, not receiving a lot kind of doesn't set the expectations that I have to receive, right? So you like block off, do my own thing. I want something, I go get it, you know, no expectations of people giving you anything because that's how you grew up, right? So then I was like, okay, I'm an adult. I have to like, receive like I have to like let love you know I have to receive love I have to receive connection I have to receive affection and all these things that do exist right so it's like okay kind of shifting that mindset and shifting that um way of being so it's been a huge transformation for me like and it's still going yeah wow wow that is so beautiful and like I love this constant, like your, your growth mindset is so amazing to see. Like, I just, I love that you're constantly, (laughs) yeah. Like you're, you're being your own cheerleader, which is just like, I love that, you know, you're setting yourself up for success here, which is just amazing. Um, and so, yeah, of course, of course that deserves like its own round of applause. I just wanted to say that out loud. (laughs) Um, And like, oh, what you said about like learning how to receive love, how to receive blessings and opportunities, that is huge. Um, Especially since you said like part of your process growing up involved, well, unfortunately learning that, yeah, I, that's not something available to me, you know, love, affection. I'm not going to get that as a kid and when you're a little kid you haven't seen much of the world so you think yeah this is the way the world is 
you accept that as your truth. Ah, and then you become older. And when people start offering you those things and love and blessings and opportunity and care, you're like, what is this? This feels weird. Like, please go away. <laughs> oh, uh, you're muted, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's true. It's uh-huh. it's like foreign to you and you have to like learn how to appreciate it and receive it. And mm-hmm. so me getting that word as receive like that, I think that will be the word of, of the year for me, like receive. Um, because, you know, up to now, like I haven't been able to, I mean, I'm learn- working on it, obviously, as we speak. Um, but I need much of it in my life to be able to receive the blessings and things like that. And um, based on, you know, my history, you don't really, um, I, I don't know, how would I put it? Like, you don't really, not know your worth, but really, like, give you the value or the, the appreciation, right? The gold stars that you actually earned, right? right. Because you are deserving of love right. and affection. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you don't really give yourself that love and that appreciation and that validation that you need because you're like go 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 you know accomplish 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 but you're like like I've done all this like this is amazing like yes I'm amazing and I am like you know worth of anything of like the world and appreciation and love and peace and everything so it's like having that is huge yes absolutely and um I'm kind of making a connection here between you talking about like receiving love and then also you talking about how it sounds like you could give yourself a little more love too and I think I'm like triangulating things as we continue to talk and like, as we get to know each other better, you'll see that like my brain, like it makes a whole bunch of random connections like all over the place. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, hear me out. <laughs> I'm connecting all these points. So- No, that's amazing. So, that's a, that's a, a skill. Oh, thank you. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> see, like I'm trying to appreciate myself too in this moment. like. Yes, it is a skill. It's it's a strength of mine um, where, you know, maybe other people might tell me, oh, you're too scatterbrained and you're not staying focused. But that's all that outside noise, right? So I guess like I'm making a connection here with the fear that you were talking about earlier and how you were saying like you've developed this relationship with fear about the outside world and getting things done and moving through your fear with a task in order to accomplish that task. And then if it doesn't work out, move through the fear, do the next thing. So now what I'm feeling is in terms of receiving love and affection, and then in turn, receiving our own love and giving us our own affection, it feels like maybe And this is just a a kind of a working hypothesis. So you can say like, no, Michelle, that's not at all what's going on. 
but it almost feels like since you didn't have the opportunity to practice receiving love and as a child you didn't have a model like someone to teach you okay Catherine this is how you love yourself it's important to love yourself it's important to remember that you are worthy of love and affection you don't have to do anything to earn it you are already worthy and because that it feels like that model wasn't there it it feels like now it's unfamiliar territory and because it's unfamiliar maybe that's a little maybe there's a little fear involved because a lot of the time i think what we don't know about or what is new to us that we have less information about can become scary and so i wonder if part of this learning to love yourself and learning to uh, have a healthier relationship with love i wonder if this goes hand in hand with your journey and your relationship that you're developing with the emotion of fear i wonder what do you think and that was a lot of words <laughs> no no i really honestly i feel like we're going the right direction for multiple mm. reasons give me a second we're going the right direction because um part of my clarity journey is to improve my relationships relationship with myself relationship with my parents relationship with my fiance relationship with any, anyone really uh, friends um colleagues um so yeah and it has to do a lot with I feel like relationships is like and healing or like two like they go hand in hand yes. like I feel like you heal the relationships you know communicating with that person showing affection and things like that so part of my healing process and clarity it's like mm -hmm. my relationships so and then it comes to love right because you love people you you know, relate to family, love, you know, fiance, uh, colleagues, or whatever, uh, friends. And so it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's huge, like showing affection and be there for people. And oh my God, the love language. Oh, the five mm -hmm. love languages, huge. Like, I'm actually mm -hmm. reading the book right now. I started reading it. I have to continue. One of the things I want to do is read. I would love um, to talk about that with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and like love languages, you know, relationships and things like that. So I think it's, it's huge. And it starts from within, like loving ourselves more, um, which I'm learning as we speak too. So this is, this is a big um, rock that we found here, like, a, you know, digging and digging. I think we found something. So thank you, Michelle, for, for bringing <laughs> for bringing it to the sun and, and, and talking about it because sometimes obviously you know we're not aware of those things and thank you for catching it um so yeah my love my loving relationship has to be more um abundant <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and, you know that's that's just like a process that you go through in your own time but I'm so glad that we were able to kind of connect those dots for you um, because a, a huge part of that journey is just like you know being aware of it being aware of those connections in our lives and and then like 
that awareness, then we bring it into our lived experience every day. We interact with the people who we love, our parents, fiance, friends, coworkers, yada, yada, yada. We talk to these people and in these moments, in these interactions, we remember, you know, you have that awareness of like, oh yeah, okay, so maybe now is a good practice opportunity. You know, what is this person trying to communicate right now? Are they potentially offering me something that I am not able to see in this moment? You know, is this an opportunity for receiving love? But maybe I'm just, you know, I haven't learned that yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a work in progress mm -hmm. um, of being able to see those little flags of love or, you know, and you're like, oh, is this what's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to like okay how should I react should I reciprocate the love or like you know that's the ideal thing to do right but how do you do that if you don't know um but you try to in your own way right try to reciprocate the love and and learn how to improve that mm -hmm. action of reciprocating the love and um it's it's a journey for sure yeah I really love that you went and found the five love languages too. Like that book is life-changing. Um, and I mean, what I really love about the book is that it kind of teaches you that not everyone communicates love the same way. And like, I feel like that by itself is like a mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's huge. Like it's yeah. huge because it's like, you could like, you know, do so much for some person, like a person, and they have no idea, like they don't feel it, they don't acknowledge it, appreciate it, because that's not their love language, right? So like being able to talk the same love language, like for me, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me also, like, it's amazing to recognize that if, if you are trying to communicate love in a way that is not someone else's love language, Sometimes it's not even that they don't appreciate it. Sometimes they don't even recognize it. Like they just don't even realize what you're trying to communicate. And same thing, if someone else is trying to communicate love to us and we don't know about their love language, we're like, where's my love? Give me a hug or something, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's so right. true yeah yes like um, you know mm -hmm. I feel like one of my love languages is affection and like touching like hugs for example oh, yeah. right physical so touch. like when we hugged I felt it okay so thank you for your <laughs> hug <laughs> oh Catherine I uh, I am also a physical touch person so like uh hugs are just magic to me and yes when when we hugged I was like oh my god thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, it is crazy, like, you know, acknowledging that moment now that I'm, like, more aware of it because I'm reading this book. But we met a couple months ago, so I didn't know that by then. But I felt it, you know, and, like, looking back, I'm like, wow, like, yeah, that this is one of my love languages. And I will continue to read to see what else I, I'm into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, like, acknowledging it is, like, huge because it's, like, you can communicate that to your friends or partner and, like, this is my love language. So if you want to show love to me, here's the thing, the list. <laughs> 
exactly you know? exactly yes like if you're having a hard time getting through to me you know like if if you're trying and i'm just not getting it here's a list of tools that you can use that are sure like guaranteed i will understand this here's a tool for you like <laughs> yeah it's so funny like to like actually think about that process but it's necessary like and something that i actually acknowledged in this book was the love tank oh. I don't know if you remember the love tank for me that mm -hmm. was like boom like mind-blowing because it was like you know some people get obsessed or are in this uh, crazy relationship and they're like obsessed they're like oh this is the person but your love tank is empty like you don't know what love is you're just in this obsession and so you feel like this is the person for you but it's really a temporary thing because inside of you the love tank is empty so in order for you to like love somebody else your love tank has to be full and that for me was like wow like sorry so I feel like my love tank has to be full in order for me to be able to love somebody else you know and that gives that affection and love you know to others so it's like you know I had to work on my love tank <laughs> amen and um you know, actually connected to that, I am remembering, I saw this thing online, which like really struck a chord with me a while ago. And I, now that you're bringing up love languages, I'm reminded of it. And basically the idea is you, everyone has their love languages that they like. And sometimes we have more than one. So maybe we have two or three love languages that really resonate with us. And we can use these love languages to communicate with each other. And we can tell other people like, this is my love language. And then other people can tell us what their love languages are so that we know how to show them love according to how they understand it. But now, how can you take your awareness of love languages and then use it to show love to yourself? yeah that's huge yeah, yeah. <laughs> right I like, know what's so crazy like now that I'm kind of thinking about you know my love language as I'm learning the hugging right so now I'm like I seek hugs more right I seek hugs more so that's like mm -hmm. something I'm looking for and I hugged myself once <laughs> in a photo shoot which my photographer Christopher which is amazing He's like, oh, like, you know, hug yourself, like, you know, and, and take a picture. And that's one of my favorite pictures of that shoot, by the way. And I was just hugging myself, like, as he took pictures. I'm like, oh, that feels nice. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, this yeah. is huge, like, showing love to yourself and using those love languages. So wow. this is pivotal. Like, this is amazing. Right. Like, you were talking about the love tank, you know, and how we fill the love tank up over time and we can have other people to fill the love tank for us and you know they can show us love according to our love language but maybe we can fill our own love tank a little bit maybe we can show ourselves love according to specific strategies that we know will work for us because we know our own love language thank you gary chapman author of the five love languages <laughs> And now that we have this that knowledge, huge. 
Yeah. And, and so we can use that knowledge and make specific strategies for ourselves. So like right off the bat, one, one thing that you know about yourself is that you love physical touch. Well, maybe, maybe you can try some luxurious pampering skincare. Get yourself some nice, nice lotions, like real creamy lotions and rub them in, you know, like take your time and work that lotion into your skin. Maybe uh, get something soft to cuddle with, maybe a, a soft robe to wrap yourself up in, um, maybe like a, a hot pad or a hot water bottle type thing that you can just kind of like hold up against yourself. And I'm just kind of like spitballing ideas here, <laughs> but I, you know, with These this are awareness, good, yeah. oh, thank you. I'm doing what I can. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know yourself best. And now, you know, reading this book, now, you know, more about yourself and what you like and how your brain works. And so now you have the opportunity to go back in your memory and think, okay, so what were the moments when I felt so pampered? What are the things that I really love treating myself to? What were the things that made me feel like, ah, oh, okay, yes, good, this is good. <laughs> and then see if you can like create a narrowed down list of ways to show love to yourself that you already know work. Maybe you can experiment, do little twists or variations of those things. And um, yeah, see see how that goes for you and see if- Yeah, that's huge. Um, you know, something that I lack really uh, because I'm always busy, always on something on schedule is taking time to take care of myself or self-care, right? So that's something that I do value, but I feel like I don't take enough time to do. And recently, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pay my nails, like that's on the schedule. I'm gonna do my hair, wash my hair, like that's self-care to me. You know, take a long shower with a candle and some jazz. Ooh, oh, jazz, okay, you classy yes. lady, love it. Yes, jazz or instrumental music, I love doing that. You know, like a long hot shower and just a candle lit and, and turn off the light of the bathroom, which is like, you know, um, just taking a shower and thinking about life and appreciating and just being with yourself. Um, I think that's something that I, I do to like show myself love and like relax and unwind. Um, and also like hikes and things like that. Obviously with the cold, we can't really be out that much, but um. Yeah, I, I enjoy being outside, like nature, like kind of gives me that sun feeling of, you know, love and, and appreciation. Um, so I, I do that. I mean, I'm meditating now too. So that's something that I, I take, you know, like even though I'm, I'm saying that I don't take enough time for myself, I'm evolving to actually make it happen. So every time I wake up, I'm like, okay, meditation time. So I meditate for 10, 15 minutes and I start my day with meditation. And I'm doing a challenge, so I will be promoting it very soon. I'm in the yes. pilot, in the pilot, um, you know, phase of my challenge. So as soon as I, you know, 
create it and, and make it happen and um, have it on paper as you will write. So with the instructions and everything, I will share with you and you know with other people as well. Like so, we can do it as a group. Right now, I'm doing it with my uh, one of my best friends, um, and we are holding each other accountable and. Okay, did you meditate? Did you drink water today? Did you have breakfast? You know, did you know? Let's work out. It's eight o'clock. Let's work out. It's seven o'clock. Um, you know, we do the meditation sometimes together after our workout, um, if we can in the morning. But you know, it's just like having that structure, and that's part of clarity. I feel like structure and clarity go hand in hand. And for me, my life hasn't been structured like throughout my life, so that's why lack clarity because the structure hasn't been there for me so for me the structure was school right like I know we have a quiz I have the discussion board you know four years of undergrad three years of master's like for me that was structure and that's why I appreciated uh, education so much because it was structure for me the structure that I needed in my life and the motivation to keep going so having that structure for me is, is, is huge. So I'm creating that structure. Jamming me challenges the structure, you know, let's do this, so that. And it's holding each other accountable with things that we've been wanting to do forever that we never really took time to do, like meditating and drinking water and working out, you know, mm-hmm. and oh, huge. Writing five things you're grateful for in the morning and three goals for the day. So that is like part of the challenge, you know? And I think that has been huge because I acknowledge like, you know, being appreciating what I have, right? I have water, I have food, I have a house to live, right? I could see, I could walk and things that I appreciate. Like those are things, like the first five things come to my mind, I write them down and I have three goals for the day, which usually I have more than three goals, but I would put the three goals mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like have to happen, you know, like, this must happen today and um and yeah so it's like those little things that for me like now in this challenge and like kind of doing the the piloting phases of it um have really given me that structure and that self-love right like I'm taking the time to hold myself accountable and do these things for myself because at the end of the day all these things I'm doing are for myself for like bettering my body hydrating my body feeding my mind with a motivational video i also do motivational videos every day and feeding my mind with good things and positive things and that you know keeps me interacted with you know colleagues friends you know family members and also myself like being grounded um so yeah that's been my self-love lately, the Gemini challenge. Wow, that, okay, amazing. I, I just made a couple more of my wild connections. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it, I love it. <laughs> I, Come on. All right, here we go. So <laughs> you said that you thrive with structure. Structure really helps you to develop like a focused vision and kind of helps you to feel like there's clarity in what you're doing, there's a purpose. And then you said that structure, a lot of the time comes from school. You had your undergrad, you had your master's, 
And I'm also realizing, well, what happened before undergrad? You were in school. And so you had your education, K to 12, undergrad, master's. This is like 12, 16, and at least 18 years of just nonstop being in an educational system. And for those years, like you, and that's, that's 18 years where it's like so the program is like so regimented it's specifically designed to reach an end goal like here's the curriculum this is the goal for each unit these are the activities you're going to do here's every single homework assignment planned out in advance it's all there mm-hmm. and I, it, it makes a lot of sense that that would work for you because like school is designed to help you learn new things. And so it makes sense that you would th- thrive with that school structure. And so I'm realizing that like, basically you've created a school like structure for yourself, like already, like, you know, that that's what you like. So without even realizing you've created this Gemini challenge with like your daily objectives and like you have your little daily goals and then they work into a big goal, like an end of the semester final exam. <laughs> and so, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I, and also I'm probably biased here because like I, I was a teacher for eight No, but years. I love it. I really do because it's true. It's like yeah. daily check-ins. Like I literally have a checklist for the day like <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's a google form and we completed it every day at the end of the day did yeah. you do this did you do that did you do this and um and yeah and it works for me like it has been working we're mm-hmm. like literally in week two week two day five today so two weeks mm-hmm. yeah coming from the teacher perspective that sounds like a great thing for like a great program and like it's just as a teacher, like, it makes me so happy that that design works for you because like teachers work so hard to design things like that, hoping that it'll work for the kids. So for you to, you know, create it for yourself, that is brilliant. That's, yeah, that's you kind of seeing the vision yourself and then using that model in order to structure your own environment for success. Thank you. No, yeah, that's huge. I never really seen it that way. Um, yeah. I just saw like I want to do these things you know I'm just going to create this and this is going to work and um and seeing it like that like kind of using that as like a metaphor really is like oh school like it's like school it's like You're taking yourself to school yeah yeah and mm-hmm. I, I I can't help but to think about how you said you know you were talking about your love tank earlier and how it's hard to receive love, it's hard to show love, it's hard to be present in our relationships when we have an empty love tank, when we're running on empty. So now I'm wondering, maybe we can like use this this natural kind of like love that you have for the school structure and create this like almost a curriculum for yourself where the vision, the goal at the end of the day is Catherine has a full love tank. That's our end of year goal for this yeah. school year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Yes. And so what are the units that we have to do for Catherine to have a full love tank? What are the different activities? What are the different assignments that we will give the students? <laughs> <laughs> this and, is huge. Like, this is yeah. crazy. Like, I love it. Oh, I'm Thank so you glad. for like using, you know, this as like a form to expand and like to improve me because, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like that's what life is about is to like improve yourself and like having you here, like talking about talking to me and investing your time and energy here. Like, I really appreciate this and your insight. You have amazing like wisdom and um, experience. Oh. And um, yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. I, it's, it is such an honor to work with you. Um, and a lot of the time, I, I'm not saying this as like a light cliche. I really mean it. It takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah. 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 True. And just you attract like, what you are. Mm, listening to you talk about like your reflections about your own lived experience. I am blown away by your level of insight. Um, and yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I feel like really this is a, a beautiful collaboration. Yeah, for sure. Like it's crazy, like having this conversation, like you can't really have these conversations with everybody. So mm. the, the statement you just said, like, you know, to, to attract one, you kind of have to be one and you attract what you are because mm -hmm. um, when you were speaking in, in the self-love event, you know, I was, I felt like so connected to you, like the passion and love that you projected and um, for yourself, right? And for others. Um, I was like, wow, like this is amazing. Like we have to talk. And then you came to me. I was like, ah, yes, I attracted it. Like she came to me and it was crazy how it happened. Yeah. I was like, this is like amazing. And so when you reached out to me, like to like meet me, I felt like, oh, wow. Like she felt that, she felt it. Like she felt that connection. She felt that love and even, like, I didn't feel like, I didn't go up to you and be like, oh, like, you know, this and that. Like, you came to me and you were talking and I was obviously paying attention. You saw that, right? Did? <laughs> you I was taking like, notes, nodding, I was like, like yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, you're amazing. And it's crazy how, like, without words, like, we were able to, like, like, obviously you were talking to the audience, yes. But, like, without words, we connected and we felt it, you know? 100%. And yeah, that's, that's the thing where I'm like, you know, for a long time, I was like, oh yeah, you talk to people and like, it's, it's the mind connection, but sometimes it's not even words. Like you just, you just yeah. feel that connection a hundred percent. And actually, yeah, that's why I went up to, that's why I like found you afterwards. And I was like, I need to talk to this girl. Like I felt <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, that's so great. I'm so happy you did it. I mean, I was going yeah. to reach out to you anyways. I was just like doing my rounds. But for sure, like when you came up to me, I was like, wow, like that, you know, I felt like I, I felt like a connect, apart from the connection that we felt, but I felt like, I don't know, like, wow, like a magical moment, like a micro moment, as my mentor would say, like, wow, like, you know, it was magical. Like, it wasn't only me who felt it, you know, like, it was uh, mutual. Yes, absolutely. I almost... Um, like we are in the age of computers and technology. So for me, like, uh, I almost feel like it's like the spirit, like my spirit is like downloading something in moments like that. It's like, yeah. see that connection. My spirit's like, okay, save this for later. We got to get back to that. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
and like being aware of those things I feel like it's huge or making note of it I feel like sometimes we think about those things but we have to make note of it to like come kind of come back to it um but going back to your project for me of the mm. love tank yep we have to do that like that is we gotta of, work on that we have to mm-hmm. work on that yeah i think that's huge yeah. and it'll be yeah. transformative like for my relationships for show, me showing up to work me showing up to my business like i feel like that like it's huge and um and I feel like I'm in a certain level of it. Like awareness obviously is one of them, right? Being aware of it. And as I healed, I have come a long way. Because my love, self-love was very, very low. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, based on experiences and, and life. And um, even though like going back to the 12 years of school, even though I had that, it was it, there weren't good years like you know I would say you know it's so crazy now I'm looking at you like my first grade teacher Mrs. O like she looks like you it's crazy <laughs> oh my god like this Here is I insane <laughs> oh my god I'm like in tears right now because it's like it's crazy how you know things happen wow um but yeah, like I would say it started going down hill from like probably like third, fourth grade. A little. Like in terms of like, you know, I don't know, like being aware of things and like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. When things get tough, kids. And then, like, based on, like, experiences and not feeling love at home or, like, looking for bad, making bad decisions, you know, interacting or looking for love in the wrong places, right? Mm-hmm. Or promiscuous behavior or, you know, acting up in school. And I feel like even though I was going through all this craziness of, like, and there's more deep shit that, I'm not sharing right now. That's okay. Yeah, you share what you want to share. Yeah, no, it's not because it's, I'm still healing from it. So I'm not, I haven't gone to the, and maybe like we'll get there. It's not because yeah. of you. It's just me. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like the cliche journey. is not you with me. <laughs> of course, it's your own um, journey. It's your own process. I respect but, that. I don't take it personally. But yeah, like, even though like I had all this shit going on. Yeah. I still had good grades. Mm. like that was my way of showing up for myself like okay you're making bad decisions you're dating bad people you're like you know looking for love in the wrong places and this was like late elementary middle school heavily and heavily because I was always in middle school I was like the new girl so I was the new girl in sixth grade when I went to PA for one year so I would live with my dad. I was the New Yorker in seventh grade and that was like horrible. And it was because I never had love, I never had affection and all the guys were behind me. Like they wanted to date me and I was pretty and all the girls hated me and they bullied me and all the guys wanted to date me and also bullied me in some way or took advantage of me. And I let them because 
I was seeking love. And that for me was huge. Like now, like talking, like this is probably the first time I talk about it, like in that content of like actually spelling it out, you know, because, you know, at that time, obviously I was making bad decisions. I was looking for love when I, where I shouldn't be looking for love. I was letting people take advantage of me because that was the history I had. And like some people took advantage of me and I, I let them, I let them slide. I let them do it. And so middle school was kind of that. And some of high school too, you know, I let people take advantage of me. I look for love where I shouldn't be looking for love. And um, that's, that's kind of where trauma obviously hits. But it also starts in the household because I didn't have that connection. I didn't have that affection. I didn't have that love, that communication. So I was like, okay, you're not giving me this here at home. So let me try to look for over there. You know, but it wasn't the right decision. And obviously we know that, but I learned from it and I'm happy that now I'm, I could talk with you about it, you know, because I haven't really talked about it with a lot of people, but it's part of your healing. It's part of like, okay, now I know my worth, like my mom or whoever, like didn't give me the affection. I got taken advantage of multiple people I were was in bad relationship bad situations people bullied me when I was growing up like all these things happen but I'm still like worthy I'm still like worthy of love worthy to like you know value myself value my love value my attention value my body and it's it's huge because for a long time I didn't value those things and it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's insane. That's a huge right there. Like, I really, really love that you have that insight and the ability to say, yes, when you were in middle school, high school, you know, making those decisions that you made, um, it, it wasn't like you trying to act out or anything. It was literally just a cry for love. Yeah. Yeah, at its core, you were just, crying out and trying to make connections that's what you were that's what you wanted most of all and it's it's middle school is not an easy time I was a middle school teacher for the last five years and damn like those kids are cruel <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah it's, yeah it's very tough and I get emotional talking about it because of course I went through a lot you know and um and I don't know how I made it up, but here I am. You are. And you're like, being in middle school is so tough. And those kids, they're like, literally their brains are like undercooked. They're not fully developed yet. The brain isn't done growing until our mid twenties or late twenties on average. And so when you're in middle school, those kids, like they, don't have a lot of the intellectual and emotional capacity to even like have empathy and to understand like, oh, wow, like this is how I'm hurting someone else. And a lot of the time, even like that bullying and all that, like, you know, not being kind to each other, even that in the bully's mind, a lot of the time is a twisted cry for love from Mm -hmm. them too. Yeah. So 
it's, it's like a crazy. whole circle of hurt hurt people hurting people just mm -hmm. in circles and circles yeah and I and that's why I forgive them you know like even though I haven't had interaction with those people I forgive them and that was part of my healing process of forgiving those people that you know like sometimes I see I mean you know I don't live in the Bronx anymore mm -hmm. but I see those people and I'm like you know I know you hurt me but I'm just gonna wave hi you know like I'm gonna forgive you even though you caused me a lot of pain and cries and you hurt my reputation, you know, I'm going to forgive you. Now, okay, gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, thank and, you. Of course. Like, that is, I mean, to bring, like, some religious terminology in, but that's, like, so Christ-like. Like, that feels like <laughs> such a Jesus thing, you know? Like, yeah. you you did these things and you put pain into the world and you made me cry and suffer, but I forgive you, you know? And I saw the bad decisions that you made and I saw the way you treated others and I forgive you. And I saw what you did as a child, but I can recognize that you just didn't know any better at the time because you were a child so I forgive you. And I would love, oh my God, I get like, I'm like getting a tiny bit emotional thinking about this, but I would love if you could take that same mindset and apply it to yourself, to your past self and all those decisions that you made and the things that you, that you say are bad decisions. I don't think they were bad decisions. I think it was just desperation because you didn't know any better. You were a kid. You didn't have the model. You didn't have someone teaching you, this is what love looks like. And hey, hey little baby Catherine, I know you don't know yet, so let me show you. This is the kind of love that you are worthy of receiving. Don't settle for less little baby Catherine. This is it. And you didn't learn that. You didn't know any better. And so I think a big part of and, and like this happens in your own time, of course, it's your own journey. But I think a big part of our journey is like learning how to forgive our past selves for the things that we did and the decisions that we made. Yeah, and I'm still forgiving myself. Um, so thank you for illustrating, um, you know, me forgiving my little, my little self for all the things that happened. Um, because I still am, you know, forgiving myself and still forgiving, you know, the people who hurt me, still forgiving my mom. And I think I forgave my mom already. Like we're, we're in the point to where I forgave her, um, not verbally, but inside of me. Um, we're, we have to go to the verbal, we're still like a work in progress. Baby steps. That's okay. Yeah. And, um, the one of the pivotal moments for me to to forgive her was to tell her how I felt and all the things I've been holding back for the last 25 years mm -hmm. and I think that was huge for me because it kind of broke for me some of the generational traumas that I've been holding oh. you yeah. know and um 
because you know we don't show affection we don't communicate you don't ask me how school was i show you my certificate like okay good job you know like those things build up over time and that builds up resentment it builds up you know disappointment builds up all these craziness that i've been holding back for years you know and like being able to hold those, like, you know, say it out loud and tell her how I felt like that for me was huge. And I was able to do that because I was going to therapy. Like I didn't build up the courage to tell her that because I feel like one, you should know, like, hello, I'm your daughter, like, you know, ABC, like common sense. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, but some people don't have that. They don't know what it is. They don't know how to show it. They don't know how to receive it. They don't know how to give it. And those are the things that we have to break. Like, one of the reasons, this is huge for me. One of the reasons why I'm still not a mom is because I still have to heal myself to be able to be the best person I can to give it to my offsprings. Like, that's one of my things. Like, I want to be the best version I can where I could become, you know, to be able to give the best version to myself. Like, I don't want to be a broken mom or like, you know, resentful, you know, screaming out, giving all that anger, the disappointment, the fear, all those things to my own. Like, no, I don't want to continue the cycle. A cycle breaker. Yes. You know, oh, so strong. Mm-hmm. And those are and those are the things that, um, you know, obviously we don't talk about, but are happening, you know, generational traumas and things like that. So. I need to forgive myself for a lot of things too, you know, decisions I've made, people who I've hurt or, you know, been hurt by and situations that obviously we create for ourselves sometimes, but it's based off cries and and, and, and bad habits and bad situations, bad, the paradigm. <laughs> um, Amen. But yeah, it's, I feel life is like obviously a journey, it's not a destination and but, you know, it could be a better journey, you know, yeah. improving sure. the journey. Sure. Um, I, I think that maybe one thing that I'm hearing is that all, a lot of these things that you're experiencing sound to me like you're saying again and again, my love tank has been empty for so long. That's what I'm hearing. And like, it sounds like you were so, so desperately seeking a love connection or that feeling of being loved. And you, you were looking in different places, like at home, at school, friends. And so I wonder how things can be different or how things would have been different if you had had a full love tank in those moments, like already within yourself. So in those moments when you know people said something or did something, if you already loved yourself so much and you already believed in yourself and saw yourself as this amazing, brilliant gem that you are, and if you knew that truth from the very beginning, I wonder, you know, would would your reaction have been the same in resentment 
disappointment, right? And, and so I wonder, like, if we took the same, the same approach of filling up that love tank, you know, how can, how can things be different now? Like, even if people don't show you the love that you would like to see from them, how can things be different if you're already so full of your own self-love that you can forgive them in that moment for being whatever they are and going through whatever they're going through. If they're unable to show you love in the way that you want to be shown love according to your love language, can you still, can you still let that not break you? Can you still be strong in that moment? And then also, can you remember, oh, it's okay, it's okay. I still have love. Even if I'm not getting love in this moment, I still have enough love within myself to get through this. Some, some thoughts, what do you think? No, yeah, I totally agree. And um, no, and this is something that, you know, I'm sure you heard. You can't love others if you don't love yourself. The best love is self-love. And I, I think, I mean, we, we have interacted in that content a lot, right? We, yeah, we met yeah. at a self-love event. Ah, and uh, the universe. Yeah, it's crazy how things happen. And, um, and here we are talking about love. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like, you know, if you love yourself enough, you don't, I mean, obviously you need affection, interaction and, and within the love language, right? right. But um, being aware also like, oh, this person's not showing me love, you know, don't take it personal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like you and I could probably, I mean, based on my experience, I'm not sure your, your life and I, I'm not, you know, asking you to, to talk about your life, but you can kind of be judged, not judge obviously, but like kind of see it like, oh, this person is acting out. You could be like, oh, like he's probably going through something or he didn't have, you know, like we have that knowledge and kind of level of awareness that we could kind of be like, okay, yeah, don't take it personal. It's not because of you, right? It's based on their upbringings, right? Or they had a bad day at work or whatever it is, you know? I feel like being aware of those things also, not taking it personal, you know, in a nutshell, don't take anything personal. But growing up, right, we don't have that knowledge. You know, we assume that our parents are, they should be able to love us. People should be kind, you know, like I'm not bothering you while you're bullying me, right? Like I'm doing my own, like stay in your lane, you know, but people, attack you they do bad things to you and you seek bad things because you're not having it somewhere else and um life right that's kind of I guess not really life hopefully hopefully it doesn't continue to be like that but um for other people right because I feel like it still happens unfortunately uh, to to younger generations and um and life is difficult, like growing up is difficult in itself. It's like, a, it's tough. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a lot of 
Uh, I think a lot of why growing up is so tough is because we are literally at that point in our lives, we're literally just figuring out how to be human. <laughs> and like you said, a lot of things become oversimplified in our mind at the time because we just don't know any better. Like, yeah, of course parents should love their kids. Of course, everyone should be nice to each other. Of course, we should all share our tasty snacks with each other. Like, yeah. of course, we should hug our friends. Of course. And so, man. Ah. And so when we like hit the reality of how cruel people can be and, and the things that people do when they're hurt, then it's shocking. And it kind of... I feel like a lot of kids, especially like we said in the middle school years, when kids get all puberty and hormones and all that starts coming up, I feel like kids, a lot of kids go into survival mode where they're like, okay, this is not what I thought the world was supposed to be like. Things are off and I'm nervous. This scares me. So I'm just going to like go into defensive mode and yeah I'm like you said I'm gonna go and find what I need to find find what I don't have and so I think in childhood we end up developing these like defense mechanisms and these survival techniques to just get through that period like things are tough right now I just need to get through this see whatever's on the other side and I'm really appreciating that as an adult, you're recognizing, okay, yeah, like that was my childhood and it was a really just terrible, tough time, but now I'm out of it. I'm not a child in middle school anymore. And I have more awareness about my needs for love. I have more insight about myself, my worth, my value, and I know now that the way other people treat me does not define me as a person. And heck, I, you told me, don't take things personal. Like that's something that you've learned as an adult, which maybe wasn't as clear when you were a child. And so I feel like part of this process for us and for you just on your journey is recognizing what are the leftovers from childhood like you're clearing things out of your life, all, all these hurtful things from childhood, you're clearing them out of your life and the mindset, things that you learned, you're clearing it out. So what's left? You know, what, what, what more can we work on? <laughs> ooh, ooh, you're, I, I like that. <laughs> yes, that's, that's like, I guess the key to success, to clarity, right? To, mm -hmm. to, to find those little, stones those little uh, crumbs of childhood yeah like what's you're not left. there anymore yeah you are a strong powerful woman who is making moves yes, i am <laughs> yes <laughs> and you're learning all about these amazing things and not only are you learning how to you know help yourself and your soul but then you're taking another step and spreading that knowledge into the world so not only bringing light to yourself but bringing light to other people too that is so gorgeous. That is amazing. Again, that's why my brands or my business is called Gemini, because I felt like my journey 
like looking at my journey, looking back, it's like, how the hell did I do it? But it's because I had the power in me to make it out, make it happen and make it worthwhile. Like all the things, you know, like I'm sure other people out there have like a bunch of worse stories maybe than I or different stories. But like what I went through, like for me, it was bad, right? It was impactful or, or trauma, traumatic. So even though I went through all these things, I was able to like make it a success story, right? And, um, and level up and it was my power. So that's why the slogan is the power is within me. Not only is the power within you, it's been there the whole time. Yeah. You just needed a minute to find it. That's all. Yeah, you need to find it, take it out, you know, polish it, mm. flip it a little, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, put that princess cut on. Yeah, you um, have to make yeah. it happen. I mean, it's all within us. We just have to find it and, and clear it out and unclutter and dig and water it you know we just have to find it when you know when when people get like a beautiful piece of jewelry that has some gems on it they're like oh pretty nice but they don't think about like where that gem comes from originally Mm -hmm. the process of forming a mineral in the (laughs) earth's crust is insane. Like sometimes it involves like forming in the heart of a volcano, like thousands of feet underground, like at thousands of degrees. Sometimes like we talk about the most clear gems, diamonds, like yeah. diamonds form under insane pressure, pressure for yeah. millions of years. That, that's the point, right? We go through pressures, we go through high heats, we go through bad moments, we go through bad phases, we go through relationships, you know, childhood traumas, we go through loss of job, we go through death, we go through all these things, mm-hmm. right? To make the gem. And the gem is inside. We know we're just in the process of transformation, you know, transformation, exactly. transformation, adjustments. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's going through all those pressures and all those things to make the gem and, and, and show it to the world and believe it, you know, and become mm. it. Mm. See, that's, that's the thing where like a lot of the time people say, oh, I've been through all of this. Uh, I've been through all these experiences. Why am I not this amazing, like Jesus or Buddha, like person, like people tell me you go through hard stuff and you achieve great things at the end when you survive. But then I think what you are already realizing is that yes, the gem is formed with all this pressure and heat and everything, but then the gem is still buried underground under a ton of stone and dirt and rock and Honestly, when you first dig a gem up, it just looks like trash. Like you have to carve it, you have to polish it, you have to prep it, and then the world can see it. Wow, so wow. Not- cheers <laughs> to you, cheers to you. This is amazing. You know why? Because mm-hmm. that's exactly the transformation, the change, the growth that I want to project with Germany. It's like, yes, all these pressures come, but if you don't change, your results won't change. If you don't grow, you won't change at all. You won't grow. If you don't 
improve yourself. You don't try to change your, your habits, what you do, your body, you know, your relationships. If you don't change these things, you're going to be the ashy rock. You know, you're not going to become the gem yeah, that is at yeah. the end of polishing, you know, washing up and, and carving and all these things. You're not going to become that because you're not shedding all those bad habits, all those bad vibes that you went through or you yes. were uh, pressed upon you by your family, you know, the environment, you know, life, right? Totally. If you don't change those things, you're not going to become the best version of you. Mm-hmm. you're not going to transform transformation oh. is crucial change improving yourself like th- those are the keys to to grow yeah oh can I add another layer to this gem of analogy? course yes please do <laughs> so so I love that you said like you have to transform it to see the gem and to show other people the gem you have to change it people can't see it right away but when you're changing it, right? You can't just like wildly like, oh, I don't know, chop off a piece here, throw it in some acid there. Hopefully like it turns out all right. Like, no, when professional gemologists are preparing these gems for display, they already have an idea. They can see the gem that is in there. Even though there's all this rock around it, they have that vision and they know the beautiful gem that already exists inside. So keeping that vision in mind, then they make the changes that they need to make in order to get to that vision and that gem that they know is there. So those changes that you're talking about, you got to make the changes based on already seeing the vision. Because if you don't have that vision, then your changes are going to be all random and who knows where you're going to end up. Yes, that's huge. And you know what drives that vision? Your beliefs. Mm-hmm. What you believe in, what you attract, what you manifest, what you plan. And it's all based on envisioning what you want, right? Your purpose in life. Finding the purpose is, is not often as easy as we want it to be, obviously, right? We have to kind of navigate, look around, see what we like. I enjoy this, I don't enjoy that, you know? oh, wow, this is amazing. Let's do this, right? It, it takes time and research and, and, and effort. But like once you find that and then you build up your beliefs and change your beliefs, if your beliefs are not on track, right? You change your beliefs, trying to, and that type of changing your mindset is, is, is a process. Um, and then you're like, oh, like, wow, I could be a billionaire? Yeah, let's make it happen. Like, this is possible. Like, you know, Oprah is freaking, but yes, of course, I can do it. Like, this is doable. Like, oh my God, I, up to recently, like I've really been researching on like Oprah's story and um, and she went through a lot and I could identify a lot with her story. And it's crazy how, like, wow, like she's been through all this and look at her now. She's a strong woman, that Oprah, her yeah. soul, yeah. And it's like, wow, like she went through a lot. She, you know, her mother was also a teen, a teen when she had her. And um, it's just crazy. Like I got identified. My mom had me when she was, you know, 20. And um, yeah, it's crazy how she went through sexual assault. You know, I could relate. Um, and 
it's crazy how she grew up and she didn't let that victimize her life. She used it as willpower to like show the world that she's capable and she's worthy and she's powerful, you know? And um, it's crazy. I think a big part of like the journey for people like Oprah, and actually I'm also remembering if, if you've ever read up on the story of Maya Angelou, I highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, she she also had a very, very difficult life. A lot of trauma, especially when she was young. I think she was, uh, actually, no, I I don't want to misquote or misremember, but I would recommend Maya Angelou read up on her life a little bit. And then after reading up on her life, read the poem and still I rise. It, It hits different when you've read up on her life. So that's my homework for you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I love to like, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously I've interacted with my Angelo throughout school. She's like um, a legend. Um, but yeah, it's good to like go into depth into these people who made it, right? On paper, they're successful, they're known, they're powerful, they're um, resilient, they're, you know, they're amazing, but it's like, did you see their story? Like they went through a lot of shit, right? Exactly. And you that's never would know. Fuel them to make it, right? That's what that was their drive. That was their power to like make it happen because they went through so much shit. And they're like, this is not my reality. Like I'm gonna make it different. I'm gonna make a different life for myself, my children, or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. I know my strength and that gives me some comfort because I'm like you know I went through a lot of shit but I'm gonna make it happen you know yeah absolutely yeah. because you are still that strong and powerful gem you are you are that gem it's not like you're becoming strong or not like you're becoming a beautiful fabulous brilliant soul you are already <laughs> brilliant and fabulous and a beautiful soul it's just that now we have these these layers on top that we just have to dig through because people like Oprah and Maya Angelou they went through such a horrible time in their lives and then they dug through those horrible times and they still let their power show you know Oprah and her like wizard-like ability to engage people and get them to like open up and connect Um, Maya Angelou and her way of expressing like the human experience and emotion through the form of poetry and they really remembered like what they can do and why they're doing it and I feel like those things really like they motivate and they push a person to kind of actualize and so I think a, a big thing is, yes, remembering that strength and then remembering, you know, why? Why are we doing this? And that's what ins- they, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, you know, even Tony Robbins, he went through a lot of shit with his mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what motivated him. Like, that's what made him say, like, no, like, this is not going to be it. Like, I need to do better and show others and serving, right? So I feel like a lot of people, the purpose of life, I've, I've found a pat- pattern, but I feel like the purpose of life so far 
of what I've seen in people who are successful is to serve. Serve others, make an impact, give value to other people. And um, that's, you know, recent, up to recently, that has been my journey, especially with Gem and me, is to help others, like, you know, have those tools. Create, I like for me, something that gets me emotional is like when a lot of people get together and it's like this energy and this unity, like that for me makes me happy. Like, so I wanna create this community with Gem and me of like powerful people who, you know, hold each other accountable, who cheer each other on, you know, giving people tools to like break out of that funk because, you know, we have that funk. We have those traumas. We have those depression, depressional moments where we're like, oh, like, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if it's possible. You doubt yourself. And I've thought of myself, you know, a lot of times, but, you know, fear, right? Like conquering that fear. And the way you conquer the fear is with courage, right? If you, Courage is the only yep. solution. You know, fear is never going to end. Fear is never going to go away. People with 20 years of, of experience, 40 years of experience, whatever, every time they go on stage, if it matters, you're going to think about it, right? You're going to fear, fear, like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm talking to, like, this audience. You know, I'm talking to, you know, 20,000 people, whatever it is. I'm talking in front of a camera. Like, if it matters, you're going to pay mind to it and you're going to feel fear. But at the end of the day, is conquering that fear and doing it fearful, right? Doing it even though you're fearful. Um, so, like, I feel like that has been a pivotal moment for me of, like, learning that. Because I went to a seminar in October, and um, it was a mastermind. Oh, my God, it was amazing. When they have it again, I'm going to invite you because you have to go to one of these. Please, thank it you. was huge because you know these women were like in a panel right they were talking about like their experiences their businesses and like you know being an entrepreneur and um they're like what do you think i wasn't scared before going here on stage yeah i have experience yeah I have my business like i was still i'm still scared like i'm still making it happen you know like it's never gonna leave you and so i was like if they have experience, they know what they're talking about. They have a business. It's working for them. Me, like, I'm creating my own thing. Of course, I'm going to have fear. It's never going to leave me. Like, I have to be comfortable with being fearful. Like, that's it. It's going to, it's never going to leave me. The only thing I have to conquer it is courage. Just do it anyway. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, another layer of that, I feel like, is kind of recognizing where the fear is coming from, right? Like sometimes I feel like we, we feel the fear as a sort of almost self-sabotage, like where we want to stay in our comfort zone and be like, well, I know everything is safe over here. So why don't we just keep doing the safe thing? It's like, no, man, like, no, we want progress. And part of that progress is always going to involve getting out of that comfort zone. Yeah, and that's huge. Like said, fear that's is huge. just a part of that. Yeah. Getting out of the comfort zone. It's huge. You're not going to meet your goals in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Your goals should be bigger than your comfort zone. If your goals are bigger than you are like the same size of your comfort zone, they're not a goal. Then you're already there. You're already there. You're already there <laughs> because you're like doing what feels safe. You're doing what you think you could do, right? 
in order for you to grow and change and evolve and transform into the gem in you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to get out of that comfort zone you have to do what you're scared of you have to do what you don't do right change your ways but change the people you hang out with change your habits mm -hmm. and you know I'm, I'm thinking now a lot of that comfort zone that we have and a lot of the you know things that like make us oh yes this has always made me feel safe a lot of that also comes from what we learned earlier in our lives and the thing is I don't know if you've picked up on this yet, but earlier in our lives wasn't always the best place to be. Um, and things were tough as a kid. And so when we learn and when we figure out what our comfort zone is, a lot of the time we're doing that when we're still maybe traumatized or still processing all the emotional baggage of you know the difficult time in our life survival mode, coping mechanisms. And so a lot of the time, our comfort zone comes from already that place of fear and trauma. And so when we have the courage to push out of that, then we learn, oh, okay, actually, maybe I can develop a new comfort zone that's bigger and is based on my healthy self, based on, you know, a, a more balanced, a more whole version of me. And I'm learning, wow, these things that I thought were scary, actually not that bad. You know what? Let's incorporate it into my self-love practice. And your comfort zone expands. Um, and I think that's a huge part of growing. So I, I love what you're saying. Like, learn to be comfortable with fear. Yeah, that's huge. Um, thank you for like sharing that. That's actually, you know, like I said, it's transformation. Like you have a comfort zone, like let's say my comfort zone now, but like I, you know, took a leap of faith. I did that scary thing I wanted to do. So now I have another comfort zone, right? Expands, then expands and expands. And that's how you grow and grow and grow and grow. And your comfort zone is no longer as small as it was before, right? Because now you've grown to do huge things. You how you want a TED talk, you know, with millions of people watching you, you know, they manifesting, manifesting. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, and like, that's it. Like, you did it. You survived. You made it. Like, it happened. You didn't die, you know, yeah. and that's huge. Like, once you do that scary thing, you're like, oh, like, I'm scared, scared. And you do it. And you're like, it wasn't that bad. Like I, I made it out alive, you know? And then, okay, now you change your standard. Like now let me do this other crazy thing that I want to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and then you continue and continue and transform and, and grow. And that's huge for like, to become the best version of yourself. Yes. Imagine if we could go back to like five years ago or 10 years ago, Catherine, and be like, let me tell you about what you're doing 10 years from now. <laughs> wow. That would be huge. I'll probably be a billionaire right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it's all part of the process. The growth. Yeah, the growth. Yeah. Uh, the learning, right? Everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason. It's like everybody has their own path, their own experiences, their own learnings, their own lessons, their own 
whatever people want to call them. I don't call them failures. I call them lessons and experiences. And I'm so grateful, you know, I know it's cutting short to our ending time, but thank you so much for like being here for me, for hearing me out, for letting me express all these gems that I had inside of me because I really have been craving to share these and, you know, and kind of resemble like connect, like make a connection based on my beliefs and my theories and my ways of living, you know, like being able to communicate and you know having a connection but like being on the same page with somebody like having the same mindset and sharing that and like being able to talk about it like like I said like you can have these conversations with everybody everyone's ready you know not everybody's ready to change that's another thing that's a whole nother time two hours that's a not everybody's <laughs> ready to change not everybody's ready to hear what you have to tell them you know and it's crazy like this is amazing like this is just the start of like the rest of our lives yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I love this I, I love couldn't agree thank you yeah so much. and I couldn't agree with you more like it is such a gift to find you know a kindred spirit out there in the world and like when you find another person who's ready to like really grow and collaborate and share these like deep thoughts then it's like okay this is where the good things happen I'm ready like whatever is going to happen I'm ready for it I don't know what but it'll be great it'll be great exactly and it's kind of sets the tone right you take the energy, that love, that connection into other things that you're doing. You're like looking forward to the future. So like having a lot of these, like this is healthy for you, for your business, for me, for my business, for what I'm doing, for what you're doing. So it's like this great energy exactly. and relationships. So if your circle, like my circle has been getting smaller, which mm -hmm. I realized why, because oh. those relationships are no longer serving me. But now I'm creating new ones that are serving me and are giving me my purpose, are aligned with my purpose and the person that I'm becoming. Relationships that are based on, you know, the more, the deeper and more core values that you hold as opposed to like superficial things. That's, and that's huge too for me and my clarity, right? Because mm. I'm like, oh, like who should I invest my time and energy and love and this and that? that's part of my clarity journey is to like see oh this is not serving me okay so I shouldn't like invest more time and energy and try to like piece in something that is not is broken is not going to work we've tried multiple times to like work make it work it's not going to work you know like okay so that that's it let it go that's you know unfortunately we, we grow out of relationships sometimes Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it had like, you know, if you both grow in different ways and then come back together in the future as more grown and balanced individuals, cool. Maybe you pursue a, a new and different relationship at that point, but until then just let it go. It's okay. It's if it's hurting, <laughs> if it's hurting you over and over again, whew, just let it go. <laughs> Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Michelle. Oh my God, I want to hug you right now. Thank oh, you so much for your time and, you and love and support. And this conversation has been like so impactful for me and, and emotional. And um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
you for sharing your time. Have and a your great soul. day. And then we have to connect again, like very yes. soon. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I just want to say like a, a little like reminder to you, just as you go through your life, just think of little ways. How can I show love to myself? How can this be a little opportunity to practice a little self-love, even if just a tiny bit? Gotta fill up that tank, you know? Yeah, we have to fill up the tank. Thank you. <laughs> I will I will keep, you know, be cautious of those things and, and try to implement them more in my life. And I will definitely let you know how it goes. Um, we'll love be it. in touch, of course. This is the, like I told you, this is the start of the, of the collab Ooh. for sure. And um, I'm so excited about the future. I don't know about you, but I'm like thinking about ways to collab with you right now. I'm like, and this is going to be amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All you right, so Catherine. Much. Thank Have you. You know, mm -hmm, you know where to reach me. Contact me anytime. Will do. Have a Thank great you. Day, love. Thank you. Bye-bye.